everything you have been going through and every area you've been up under attack and every area that you have a necessity, your necessity is not a necessity. It is in fact a opportunity for you to experience another dimension of God's glory. What I'm trying to tell you, your need to act like you don't need anything is stopping the flow of the miracle working power of God in your life. Hello, friends. I'm excited to have this opportunity to share the word of the Lord with you. I'm believing God for great things to happen in your life today. I'm particularly excited because I'm going to share a message with you from the Woman Thou Art Loose 2015. In case you didn't get to go, I want you to have an experience and an opportunity to see what goes on at Woman Thou Art Loose. The message is called Master of My Need. Join me now as I go to the word of God. Much of our New Testament theology is the result of the Apostle Paul. There would be no understanding. Yes, Jesus died and shed, the blood, shed his blood, rose from the dead, and birthed the church. But the church that Jesus birthed was an organism with no organization. There was no structure. There was no order. There were no apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists. Paul gives us all of that. Paul begins to teach us and make us understand there's therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk no longer after the flesh, but after the spirit. Paul begins to tell us that if this earthly house or tabernacle shall be dissolved, we have another building eternal in the heavens, which is made of God. Paul teaches us it is in him that we live, in him that we move, in him that we have our being. It is the apostle Paul that makes us understand. Therefore, having peace with God, that we are reconciled with him. We understand peace of God, peace with God, peace in God, all because of the apostle Paul. Without the apostle Paul, we would not have a clear understanding that the door to the Gentiles had been opened, that they might be saved and set free. Paul preached with so much power that a man died while he was preaching. Paul ran down the steps, raised him from the dead, and kept right on preaching. Paul was so awesome that they tried to kill him. They couldn't kill him. They tried to beat him to death. They left him from dead. He got up and shook himself and walked away. He was in shipwrecks, but he survived. He was snake bit, but he shook it off. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. That Paul that raised people from the dead withstood shipwrecks and shook off snakes. Why are you needing anything? If you can raise people from the dead, you can pay your water bill. <laughs> Paul says, the truth of the matter is, I am full, lacking nothing. But so that you might have credit to your account, God created a need to test you, to minister to that need. This is weird. In other words, Paul's saying, 
I needed something, but I didn't. I was in trouble, but I wasn't. It's kind of strange. This is the same guy that said, I have learned how to abase and abound, both to be full and to be in want. He says, he, he says even when you're in trouble, you're not in trouble. Now, I need to preach this to somebody who's got some faith in them. Even when you're in trouble, you are not in trouble. That God allows certain necessities to come either to create a backdrop for you to experience another dimension of his glory or for the people around you to have an opportunity to flow into another dimension of his grace. Now, back in the early days, Dr. Jazz, when I was preaching, I would, I would, I would say something real hot and jazzy uh, as a subject. Uh, I would do something like tell you to touch your neighbor and say, it's a setup. So, touch your neighbor and tell them, it's a setup. They, 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 they don't understand exactly what I'm saying yet because I'm not totally through unloading it yet. And when I unload it, everybody's not even going to get it because some people are so shocked by the situation and they've been praying so hard about the situation. They've been so focused on the circumstance. They've been so distracted by what they're going through that they don't understand that everything you have been going through and every area you've been up under attack and every area that you have a necessity your necessity is not a necessity. It is, in fact, an opportunity for you to experience another dimension of God's glory. To the 10 people who understand it, touch 10 people and say, it's a setup. It's training wheels for your faith. It's training wheels for your faith. It is the passage of entry into the next dimension. It is the bar mitzvah for the sons of God to have matured enough to carry the weight. Why didn't you give me this back then? I couldn't handle it back then. And why would he give me all of these thousands of seats when I didn't need them? If God says the trigger point of my supply is your need, no wonder he hates a proud look because a proud look will never admit need. I know I knocked out about 10 rows with that. I killed about 10 people with that. Why, why does God hate a proud look above everything else? Above, I mean, murderers and lying and backbiting and everything. God said he hates, not only does he hate pride, he hates a proud look. You don't even have to be proud. He said, if you sit there and act like you're important, I hate the fact that you have got your legs crossed acting like you're important. Because proud people will never admit need. Why would you have a savior if you won't admit that you're drowning? 
Why would you have a miracle worker if you won't admit that you have a need? No wonder some people get anointed while some people are just tired. If God responds to need, if you don't need anything, you won't. All the needy people, clap your hands. God says, let me see. I got... I got fish, I got stars, I got water, I got sunshine, I got oak trees, I got pineapple trees, I got all of this stuff that I want to give, but I cannot give it until there's a need. So he forms the earth. When he forms it, it creates a void. Void is capacity. And he responds to the capacity of what is formed. He said, I create capacity in the ocean so I can put fish in it. I created capacity in the earth so I could sow seed into it. I created capacity in the heavens so I could throw stars at it and birds at it. Now you got something to fly in. I couldn't release the answer until I formed. He formed the earth and fills it. He forms the ocean and fills it with fish. He forms the air and fills it with birds. Everything God forms, he feels. He formed the tabernacle and filled it with furniture. He formed the holies of holies and then filled it with glory. In fact, he formed man and filled him with air. Which came first, the man or the breath? God had the breath, but until there was capacity, he couldn't feel anything until you admit, oh, y'all don't hear it. He responds to capacity. Ezekiel, go down and show me what you see in the valley. I see dry bones in the valley. He said, can these bones live again? Lord, thou knowest. Speak to the bones that they might live. So I prophesied as I was commanded. Suddenly there was a noise and there was a shaking. The bone came together, bone to its bone. And they came together, bone to its bone, and sinews came upon them. And then he said, prophesy to the wind. Because now I can feel what I form because God responds to capacity. If you don't want anything, you won't get anything. If you don't need anything, you won't receive anything. Do you not know that the real star of the story with the two fish and the five loaves of bread is not the little boy and it's not the lunch? It was the hunger that moved the Lord. When, the, when they came to Jesus and they said, the people that are with you are hungry, he said, oh good, that's capacity. Wherever I see capacity, I will release a plot. Oh, I want all the people that's got capacity to holler right now. They said, Lord, you got 5,000 hungry people. 
What do you have? He said, we don't have nothing but the little boy's lunch. He said, I can work with anything if they're hungry. I can work with anything if there's a need. I can work with anything if they're thirsty. I can work with anything. Just give me the little bit you got. I know it's not much because the star is not what's in the bag. The star is the aching in the belly of the people. God responds to hunger. The Bible said that when Jesus, after John the Baptist was beheaded, it said when Jesus saw the people and how they were hurt, he was moved with compassion and healed them. What I'm trying to tell you, your need to act like you don't need anything is stopping the flow of the miracle working power of God in your life. He that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. You've been trying to force him to love you. You've been trying to force him to hear you. But God said, I'm going to send your gift where it can shine. Go to the winner's house, slap somebody and say, go! Every time you reach for it, God's going to give you a handful. Every time you use it, God's going to release it. Slap somebody and say, use it, girl. Every time you use it, every time you reach, every time you... Somebody within my parking space. There's nothing wrong with the parking space. There's something wrong with you. When you get where you're supposed to be, you can walk amongst witches and not be cursed. This job, no demon in hell can take you back into that sorrow. This joy is permanent. I command you now, in the name of Jesus, to be free in your mind, in your heart, your spirit. Woman, you're going to be all right. I come against every fibrosis tumor, breast cancer, depression. Woman, thou art loose. He is the master of your need. If you don't need anything, you won't get anything. But if you need something tonight, God is going to open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing you won't have room enough to receive. One moment can reveal truth. I think that you see the best in him, but you don't see the best in you. One moment can give hope. You can teach other people how to love you by how you love yourself. One moment can change the rest. Out of the ashes of what you have left will come the resurrection of all that you will gain. prophet has experienced a brook that has dried up and God says I want you to go to the widow's house there I will sustain you I will minister unto your necessity through a widow who is broke What God's getting ready to do is so crazy. How can I be thirsty and hungry and you send me to somebody broke?
God said, I am going to minister unto your need and I am going to use people to bless you, but it's not going to make any sense who I use because when I bless you, I don't want you to praise who I use. I want you to praise me. So I'm going to send you down there and I'm going to show you how to see glory where she sees agony. God's going to let you see how to take something that looks like nothing and turn it completely around. Lord, I don't know who I'm preaching to. You don't have, Elijah, you don't have food and you don't have water, but you've got creative concepts and ideas, and I'm going to put you in a position for your gifting to shine. You can do no more in the brook. The water is not the problem. The famine is not the problem. I need to put your gifts on display, and I can only display your gifts in a place of need. So I'm going to bring you to somebody who needs you. See, you've been trying to feed folk who don't need you. And you can never reach your potential anytime you have to force people to feed. You've been trying to force them to love you. You've been trying to force them to hear you. But God said, I'm going to send your gift where it can shine. Go to the widow's house, slap somebody and say, go! Watch this. I'm the master of your need. I'm going to deliver you from feeding people who don't need you, from forcing yourself on people who don't want you. I did not create you for you to beg people to receive what I gave you. I'm going to put you in a place where people can appreciate what I gave you. You have been in a spirit, uh, in a stage of dealing with people who have no appreciation for what you have, but tonight, God said it is finished. Now, watch this, watch this. I want you to get this. He takes the need of Elijah and matches it with the need of the widow. He takes a need and brings it to a need. I told you he's the master of my need. See, the only reason your ministry hadn't gone further is the folk that you're trying to feed don't perceive that they need you. If you find somebody. who's willing to admit how hungry they are, you won't have to beg them to feed them. He that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled, shall yes. Okay, there's a couple of things I want to point out. This woman had a need. She had a lack in her resources because she did not perceive what she had correctly. And until you perceive what you have correctly, you will eat it and die. When you don't think that what you have is enough to help anybody else, 
You will eat it and die, not because it's not enough, but you will eat it and die because of how you perceive it. So God brings a prophet to see what she has in another perspective. He says, watch this. He says, there's nothing wrong with the little bit of oil you have in the cruise. There's nothing wrong with the barrel or the handful of meal. It is that because you perceive it as an impossibility, your perception is killing you. He says, I, wanna, I want you to act like it's more than enough. And the more you act like it's more than enough, the more I will make it more than enough. If you walk in the room like you're not enough, you're gonna be received like you're not enough. But I want you to set the table like you got everything you need and serve it like it's more than enough. And if you'll serve it like it's more than enough, I will release you into a flow. But that's not the thing that got me. Let me show you what got me. What got me was, most of the time you pray and you ask God to do something, you want to see the increase. You want to see, how many people want to see the increase? You want to see the increase. But if you see the increase, is it really a miracle? Come on. If you see the increase, is it really a miracle? If you can see your way clear, is it really a miracle? If you can see how you're going to do what's next, is it really a miracle? The real power of the miracle is not just that God sustained her and Elijah as long as there was a drought. Watch that. The Bible said, I will, I will sustain you until it rains. <laughs> that y'all missed that. They didn't get that. I can tell you got that. God said, I will sustain you until it rains. He said, until the outside blessing comes, I'm going to do something underground in the spirit to make sure you live as if it's raining, though it's dry. Oh, I wish I had a church that was ready for this. So watch this. The prophet comes in the house says, reach your hand in the barrel and bake a cake for me first. And he says, your mill barrel will not run out, nor will the cruise of oil fail you until it rains. But wait a minute. It wasn't that he said, if you bake a cake for the man of God first, I'm going to send you 50 barrels. He said, you're going to have the one barrel, the same barrel that you always had. You're going to have the same handful of meal that you always had. It's just that every time you reach for it, every time you reach for it, I'm going to give a release in your life. Let, he said, in other words, I'm going to show you what's in your barrel. You don't know what you got, 
Put your hand on your stomach. You don't know what you got. Every time you need it, I'm going to send it. Every time you cry for it, I'm going to release it. Every time you open your mouth, I'm going to release it. You are, watch, wait a minute. You are never going to see any more than what you see right now. I'm not going to give you 50 barrels. So since I won't give you 50 barrels, I got to change your perception of what you got. You don't know what you got. That's why I send the prophet. Reach for it, it happens. 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 Now, sister, let me show you how to do this. I want you to act this out. I want you to reach for it right now. Just reach for it, it happens. Do it again, reach for it, it happens. Do it again, reach for it, it happens. Do it again. That's how you're going to come out of this season. Every time you reach for it, God's going to give you a handful. Every time you use it, God's going to release it. Slap somebody say, use it, girl. Every time you use it, every time you reach, every time you... Y'all don't hear me? Reach for it. Reach for it. Before the year is out, every time, you reach. God's going to do another miracle in your life. If I'm talking to you, give God a praise. God is about to fulfill his promise to you. The Bible says, for my God shall supply all your need. Thank you, partners. Together we are changing lives for eternity and the message of the gospel. God is in control. Always remember, he is the master of your need. The more effective you are, the more attacked you will be because you are losing somebody that the enemy wants to keep out. The word's been awesome. It's just been spiritually renewing. For your gift to the ministry of any size, you will receive Master of My Need on CD. Your necessity is not a necessity. It is, in fact, an opportunity for you to experience another dimension of God's glory. Just one of Bishop Jake's groundbreaking messages that became a movement from Woman Thou Art Loosed. It doesn't matter what they think about you. God is not going to bless you by their opinion. God is going to bless you by how you see yourself. And when your gift is $70 or more, you will receive The Best of Woman Thou Art Loosed, Volume 2 on five DVDs, as well as Master of My Need on CD. I am not who I was. I am not where I am, but I am where I'm going. However, when your gift is $140 or more, you will receive Master of My Need on CD, The Best of Woman Thou Art Loosed, Volume 2 on five DVDs, The Woman Thou Art Loosed Bible, and Woman Thou Art Loosed Mug Set. Let these time-tested messages take you to a new level of freedom today. When you start flowing in it, he's going to flow in it. The miracle is in the flow. The miracle is in the release. The miracle is in using what you got. 
You've been waiting to get all your ducks in a row, and when you get everything together, you're gonna move, but you understand, that's what's killing you. That's why you eat the cake and die. If you take what you got and start stirring it up, God says, if you stir it up on earth, I'll stir it up in heaven, and whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Slap your sister and say, woman, thou art Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Touch.